Alright, so we are It's the Roast Most Smoked Out Podcast. We love hip-hop. I'm your host with the most Toast Friday, Ricky Dredd, a.k.a. Reaction Rick, a.k.a. Sometimes they call me the city's voice. And I'm here doing a special episode here today. I want to cover a couple of topics before we get our guest popping on this episode 304 of the We Love Hip Hop podcast. Also, big salute to our sponsors, Astro Pink. If you know, you know, hit them up on their website, myastropink.com, or you can hit them up on Instagram, um, astro underscore pink scene but yeah man you know solo episode here today big salute to the team big salute to man's like dusty wallace big salute to abg aka alex getting bands over there in montreal empress holding it down over here on six views you know raheel holding it down behind the scenes you know the whole team doing their thing out there in the world big up to pk herc always holding me down here you know popping it popping in he's always behind the scenes and popping in Right now, for the people who are watching me on YouTube, we are now in the new studio. I'm testing it out. I'm just making sure that the sound is good. Everything is crisp. I want to cover a couple of topics here and do a couple of, um, you know, we filmed a YouTube live this week. Once again, big up to Dusty Wallace. It's out right now on the YouTube channel. Make sure to subscribe. You know what I'm saying? But also, you know what? Before I get into the topics and before we get into our guest that's going to be coming up later on for the people who are watching this or for the people who are listening to this, I'm going to have Kribba's, okay, Twitch streamer, Twitch streamer, Kribba's pop up on this episode here. I'm going to be getting into a conversation with him, you know, just pick his brain a little bit on his up, um, his upcoming or his coming up in this game. And, you know, as far as the Twitch streams, as far as the e-dates that he's been doing. So, you know, look out for that coming real soon. But I want to cover a couple topics before we get into anything. But, you know, what? let's play some music. Get this shit popping. It is an audio experience. Sorry, YouTube. But them times. One. One, two. Check me out right here, yo. Uh-huh. Yo, the sun don't shine forever But as long as it's here Then we might as well shine together Better now than ever do it better We love it No matter what, be airtight So when you hear something Make sure you hear it right Let's go Don't make an ass out of yourself Uh-huh Big salute to Diddy We're gonna get into a conversation about Diddy Levels above you, baby Hug me, baby I'ma make you love me, baby Talking crazy ain't gonna get you nothing but choke Uh-huh And that jealousy is only gonna leave you broke So the only thing left now is God for these cats And babe, you know you're too hard for these cats I'ma win cause I'm too smart for these cats While they making up facts, you making up flats
B-I-G. Of course. We're going to get into it. Mixed with the Diddy. He said he never robbed nobody. Let's talk about it. I'm at Uptown on Dykeman Night, then talking that I see only dealt with businessmen. Niggas bad in joints, money off and on the books. The ones who stand firm like ain't nothing shook about them. I doubt them cats waiting for me, you know them niggas. Them big dudes across the street, she said, yeah. They from over on Mayfair, bullets from out of nowhere. So to stay there and duck there. I hit the ground for managed to pull the beast out. Hits over there with them pointing the sheep out. They gon' beef out here, they gon' get it in the worst way. I'ma show them how black plays uh, I think we ready Uh-huh, yeah Diddy, don't copyright the stream Uh-huh, uh-huh I'm here to defend yeah. you today Uh-huh, yeah I got my iced coffee uh-huh. ready Let's go Now, what y'all wanna do? Wanna be ballers, yes. shot callers, brawlers Who be dipping in the bins with the spoilers Talk to em. On the low from the Jake and the Taurus Trying to get my hands on some grants like Horace uh-huh. Yeah, living the raw deal Three-course meal, spaghetti, fettuccine and veal But still, uh-huh. everything's real in the field you can't have now, leaving your will But don't knock me for trying to bury Seven zeros Ain't nobody's hero, but I want to be heard On your hot nine seven every day, that's my word Yeah, man Okay all right, so I did the We Are Back and all that stuff in the beginning of this episode. You know what I'm saying? I want to get into the topics right off the top. No long talking because I only got a little bit of time right now off of that intro to be able to cover some of these topics before we get um, Cribbas in the building. All right, and I want to make sure I put my phone on silent. But there's a couple of things that have been going on in the news that I want to discuss here with y'all, the audience here. Um or, you know, with the people and just share my thoughts on starting with no jumper versus before they were famous. All right. Now, the before they were famous platform is a Canadian platform, Toronto based platform. Big salute to Michael McCrudden, who's been holding it down over there at before they were famous from time. And yeah, they, they've been doing their thing. They've had videos that have been in the multitude of millions. I've been on there myself as a, a special guest host um, when it came to the Chromas interview, as well as or not Chromas interview, but the Chromas before they were famous, as well as with the Pressa one. Right. So I've, I've had a chance to work with um, Michael in the past. And, you know, we've had talks behind the scenes and not to even, you know, divulge any of the conversations that Michael and I, Michael and I have had behind the scenes. Sorry, can't talk right now, but not to divulge any of the conversations that Michael and I have had behind the scenes, but, you know, the, you know, it's been to the degree at least that no jumper hasn't been his favorite podcast or a favorite podcast network. Right. Um, He's expressed in the past and it's been seen publicly that him and no jumper has had issues. Um, so the parts that I'm expressing right now are things that have, you know, been more in the public and him and no jumper has had issues, has had issues as far as maybe him, um, using clips from no jumper interviews inside some of his content, you know, as far as for the people who don't know, no jumper is a podcast platform. Or, you know, they do mainly podcasts. They have a lot of interviews on their legendary interviews. And with McCrudden's pod, um, McCrudden's 
network being more of um you know a documentary style platform okay let's say that right so a platform where they will cover things that you know a, a person who's in the news who's getting a lot of notoriety or you know who's having a current you know a, a lot of attention media attention they'll do a before they were famous on that person and cover the life of that person do the research that it takes to give a concise maybe 15 minute life story of that person before they got to the point of where they're famous at the at the moment right just to give you a, a summation of what before they were famous does and i think the name kind of speaks for itself right so they've had issues in the past, um, as well as a few other platforms with content being used, embedded inside of these videos. I've done it myself, you know, back in the days, especially with the We Love Hip Hop podcast. We've done a lot of content where we cut away to a music video, um, different things like that. And, you know, I don't know if you all have seen in the video, in the view, viewing audience, at least, but that has slowed down a lot. Okay, because of copyrights, there's only so much of a video that you can use um, before the content creator themselves get an alert saying that somebody's using their content or using more of their content that is allotted by YouTube be before you can start getting into the copyright infringement um, territories. Okay, now I hope that that's a good enough explanation of the, some of the issues that YouTubers deal with when it comes to making content and making especially documentary style content or even podcast style content where, for example, if I wanted to do a pop-up of a video on the screen, I have to be very diligent in the way that I do it. I have to make sure that I'm using sound effects, that I'm talking, I'm explaining and giving context to why I'm using this clip. So I'm going to get into a clip right now of um, from the No Jumper podcast, big up to Adam22, big up to Trap Lore Ross, okay? Those two guys were having a very insightful conversation slash interview on the No Jumper podcast, and it was a live interview, a, a rare live interview, and they started discussing all the different things that go on in the scene and different things that, you know, Trap Lore Ross has been going through on his come up and stuff, and the, uh, the name before they were famous started getting kicked around. My ears perked up, and I said, hey. Well, wait a minute. They're talking about the home team. Okay. And, you know, let me just put this out there as well. I fuck with all parties, right? I fuck with um, Adam Heavy. I fuck with, obviously, with Mike McCrudden, okay, being the home team. And, you know, I fuck with Trapla Ross, right? Every, all three parties, I'm very good with, let's say. Okay. And some more than others, obviously, you know, Trapla Ross is all the way in the UK. We have an interview with him right now. Check that out on our channel. And, you know, Adam, um, I have an interview with Adam and I've had conversations with him behind the scenes multiple times. OK, not long, extensive conversations like how's your day and all that type of like dumb shit. But like. I'll holler at him and, and vice versa. OK, and he's had other Canadian artists on the No Jumper podcast as like, you know, Chromas, um, Smiley, different people like that. So he's in tune with what's going on over here in Toronto. Right. So I'm going to play a clip here from that episode. Um, don't come for me. OK, Adam, please. I'm going to make sure to do everything I can to make it not where we're just ripping your content off as as you may feel that it McCrudden was. Steal stuff. But then on the other hand, it's kind of like this is the Internet. It, the facts are it is easy to steal that content. So you yeah. got to find a way of becoming different See, sound sound effects. Effects. <laughs> for me. It's like when sound I was effects. just doing little 10 minute videos, topics, 10, 15 minute videos. 
you know, I was one of the first people to start doing that kind of content. It got pretty saturated quickly and I had to look into myself and say like, okay, well, how can I stand out? Like what, what sets me apart? You know, I go deeper. It's like, now, just to give you all a little bit of context right now, he's talking, and this is um, Trappler Ross who's um, speaking. You know what? I should put this up on the YouTube screen or on the screen behind me. Make sure to hit us up on Instagram also, Visionary Arts still stuff, but then Center. Okay? The name is changing just to Visionary Arts Studios, okay? Because it's not the whole big thing that we had before. Just give me a quick second. Let me just put it on the screen. Bow. And let's hear what Trappler Rass has to say. Kind of like, this is the internet. It, the facts are, it is easy to steal that content. So you've yeah. got to find a way of becoming different, standing out. You know, for <laughs> me, it's like when I was just doing little 10 minute videos on different topics, 10, 15 minute videos, you know, I was one of the first people to start doing that kind of content. It got pretty saturated quickly. And I had to look into myself and say, like, okay, well, how can I stand out? Like, what, what sets me apart? You know, I go deeper. It's like, I'm going to make my videos longer, more in depth. Pause. Um, so yeah, Trappler Ross, just to give you all a little bit of context before the, before the famous conversation starts to come up, Trappler Ross right now is having a conversation about his content being, you know, I guess stolen or plagiarized in a way by different media platforms or YouTube platforms like Hip Hop Daily. Okay. They're explaining how Hip Hop Daily used to have more views at one point in time and they started going down because people started noticing that it was, I guess, from what they're saying, carbon copy, not authentic type of content. Let's continue. Like people can't really keep up. They don't really have the passion to keep up. Hip Hop Daily, I don't know who's behind the channel because they remain anonymous, right. but they aren't interested in these hip hop stories or like putting out the truth or getting to the facts mm. of what's going on. They're just interested in making going in. stealing someone else's idea, chopping right. up a 10 minute video and making some money off of it. So. And, and it can become we tricky because it's like, there really is no way for you to combat it except for you to kind of like educate the community. But then at the same time, you don't really want to talk about it that much because you're just drawing attention to it. But then like, I kind of feel like hip -hop hip -hop people hip -hop. talk so much shit about before they were famous mm. that before they were famous kind of like fell off. Mm. If you count why. Okay, so here's the part now where he starts talking about that, right? He gets right out the gate. It was like, he thinks that before they were famous fell off. Okay, let's continue here a little bit more before I give my commentary. Guys, I actually saw a video in which Michael McCrudden basically like blamed a big part of that on me for shitting on him, which I'm like, I don't think that I have that kind of power. But I mean, here's the problem with before they were famous, right? It just became a content farm, and yeah. that's why the hip hop daily's falling off because they, they're not pa they're not passionate about the topics. You watch a Michael McCrudden video; I mean, he's not even hosting a lot of it now. Yeah. But like, you know, you see him do a video on Quando Rondo because like his or like his friend just got killed or whatever it is. It's like, oh, chuck out a Quando video. He's like mispronouncing all of his all of his album names, getting shit wrong. Yeah. Like, they you can tell they don't give a fuck about this stuff. They're and talking that, about. that's Jesus Christ. They're going in. So, and I'm gonna continue the video a little bit more. With what they're saying right here, they're feeling like these guys, I guess, to put it in a in more of a nutshell, are not putting any soul into the content. They don't really care about the content that they're filming. Um, it's more like, you know, like Trappler Ross is saying, it's a content farm. I don't completely agree with that just from knowing them personally. And, you know, he, he did mention that they do have other people behind the scenes. Big up to the man them behind the scenes. I, I see them doing their thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, man, like fucking 
Marlon Palmer, the next brother, I forget your name, so I'm really, really, really sorry, but there's other people behind the scenes and they have a Spanish channel. But from what these guys are saying, or their feelings about it at least, is that when it comes to before they were famous and content creators like that, that these guys are just there to get the quick hit, right? So let's continue. Shitting on him in the first place was because I did that fucking Suicide Boys interview mm-hmm. and their label crew, whatever, is G59. And he does this video about them. And at the time, there was almost nothing that you would have been able to find about them besides my interview. So he does the video. It's blatantly cribbed from my interview. So that was the first time that ever happened to me where I'm kind of annoyed by that. And he's calling it G59. So he's like completely mispronouncing their fucking label name and everything, which basically means that you didn't even listen to their music enough to hear something that they're saying on like a large percentage of the songs. So I'm, I'm and it's also just to make mention also, um, I'm trying to get some commentary from Michael McCrudden. He hasn't had a chance to completely take this in. So it's hard to get commentary back from him. And, you know, he's, he's busy in the world. So I have, but I'm definitely, definitely, when he sees this, he'll uh, let me know his feelings on this as well. Um, I don't know the ins and outs. I'll be honest. You know what I'm saying? No matter what we've spoken about behind the scenes, I don't know the ins and outs completely of these guys' beef. I know when it comes to any content creator beef, and trust me, there is content creator beef out here, okay? But I know one thing, it's, very tricky when it comes to reusing um, other content creators' content, right? Um, a lot of the times, it won't be the content creator themselves, like let's say the person, the UZ, for lack of a better term. It won't be that person who um, is um, looking for that, um, looking for anybody who's using their content, okay? They won't, they're not stalking around the internet or stalking around YouTube looking under titles to try to find out if anybody else is using their content. A lot of times you'll get a notification in your emails or if you go through the copyright, um, if you go through the copyright tab in the back end on your YouTube, in the, in the YouTube studio, creator studio, you can go in the copyright section and see if anybody else has been using pieces of your content or too, too long of your content, which can be considered an infringement on copyrights. Okay. And then at that point in time, you can decide whether you want to hit the button on them and say you have seven days to remove the content or just hit their channel with a strike. Okay. For the people who are YouTubers, this is already given information, but there's not everybody in the world's a YouTuber. So not everybody knows that this is the options that YouTubers have behind the scenes. Okay. Trust me, I've had my share of issues with people who call it ratting when, um, you hit them with a copyright, okay? But let's continue. Pronounce it or whatever, and it just kind of stood out to people as like, oh, this is this is like low-level trash content, you know? And it's like nothing personal against them because now when I look at before they're famous, I'm like, this kind of like real trash content farm type shit was inevitable. And I'm we not surprised that this is like something that exists. But I'm not going to fucking hold my tongue about it. You know, I'm not, I don't feel the need to like personally attack the dude or anything like that. But I mean, especially they, they came to Iraq a lot because you remember, I think like X died and they had like four videos out about it with mm. like gory ass thumbnails, just like, 
you know, it's just the optics of it at the end of the day just looked really fucking ugly about what they were doing. And the fans at a certain point have to detect that, right? Yeah, I feel like he's just had an intern scrape your interview for details. He's thrown it in. Yo. Okay, so I'm going to stop playing that because obviously I can't play too much of it on on this show. That's a whole copyright um, infringement in itself. You know, and big salute to both parties. I don't want to have any issues with Adam and or, or Trapler Ross or Adam, at least for using his content, right? But my opinions on this is it's a dirty game. It's a very dirty game. Um, I can't really take any sides on it, right? I can't, I don't really know the whole story. I don't know how much infractions Michael has really had when it comes to um, No Jumper and, and using their content, right? If it's a case of using their content too much or using too much of their content, I mean, then it is what it is. Having a concerted effort, and this is just my opinion, I can't, you know, my opinion, a concerted effort towards making sure that No Jumper is no more, that like their platform doesn't exist anymore. I don't really think that that's a, that's a thing. I, I don't really see that in Adam's character. And I don't really see him having a lot of time to be, you know, focusing on one platform and saying, you know what, I'm going to make sure that uh, by all means necessary that I'm taking this shit out. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, I could be wrong. You know what I'm saying? He could be looking up, up north over here like, you know what? Fuck those guys over there before they were famous. I'm going to make sure that they're no more. Okay? Hey, once this is out into the public, okay, you know, hit us up in the comments. Hit us up in the comments, Adam. Hit us up in the comments um, or in the DMs. You know, maybe we can get these guys to resolve their issues in some kind of way, come to some kind of understanding. We're all content creators out here. I'm not really big on beefing with content creators. I don't think it's a good thing. I'm not saying that we all should be on some kumbaya shit, but at the same time, I don't think that content creators should be beefing because there's a lot of money out here for everybody. There's a lot of eyes out here who were, you know, waiting to watch content, you know, the, before they were famous, I fuck with them, obviously, like I said, but even hip hop daily, I'm not saying I'm an avid, avid consumer of their content, but I've consumed a lot of their videos as well. And, you know, I feel like everybody has their place when it comes to this content game. So salute to all parties involved, you know, um, prayers uh, and blessings to everybody. One more topic I want to touch quick before um, I get Kribbas here is Diddy, a.k.a. Brother Love, a.k.a. P. Diddy, a.k.a. Puff Daddy. He's saying that he never robbed no one. And eventually he's going to be doing, I guess he's going to be releasing some kind of a statement, some kind of the um, documentary. I don't know exactly. He did a Breakfast Club interview earlier. One second here. Let me just get this off the screen before we continue. Yeah, he did a Breakfast Club interview earlier this morning or that was released earlier this morning. And he was saying that, um, you know, he was talking about a lot of different things. But one of the things came up was about his reputation for robbing artists. And today, Diddy wasn't trying to hear that shit no more. Okay, so let's play a little bit of this Breakfast Club interview. See what the man P. Diddy is saying about him robbing artists. 
I was going to ask you too, you know. It's a secret. Oh, you don't want to give up all the, everybody on the, that's on the album? Yeah, yeah, because I'm, okay. I'm going to announce it, you know what I'm saying? Ari Lennox is another one, SZA, I don't, I don't know if they're on the album, but those yeah, yeah. are great. Yeah, Brent Fiaz. Mm-hmm. I was going to ask you, you know, what did you think about, right, where you look at an artist, Mace, right? Was upset for you. We love him. Yes. Then down the line, he has an artist. Mm-hmm. And then recently, his artist is upset because he's basically said allegedly that Mace didn't pay him, and then we, 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 we love yeah. him. Look at that and be like, that's that's just an executive, or is it one of those things? Like I told you, no, I don't, I don't look at it like that. Um, first of all, because what he had a problem first with, you of did, all, he, his artist first, so, first of all, see, I didn't do nothing to him. So let's go back to the first. The first of all, we, 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 we first love of all is, is said, first there of all, has like been negative times. propaganda put out about me that's not true mm-hmm. and has really stained, tried to stain, stain my legacy. We, I've we, always we, been we, a person, we love I don't like to get in just talking people's business and things like that. But not right now. I have made it my purpose that when I come back, I can't have y'all, 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 following me because I am here to be a leader and to give some direction if you think that I'm a scumbag that will ever steal anything my name is Diddy we, we, we love I never took nothing from nobody a day in my life my name All is my I've name given is is opportunity and 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 more money than a person was making so when I hear like or I see things and I'm like, wow, this 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 vibe that they got on me, like I'm big red or something. We 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 open up the doors. So you're saying you I don't mean, you, 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 you don't mean, steal from artists is what you're saying? Never. Never. So how never, does a narrative like that happen ne- with so ne- many ne- different people? We, 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 because we love them, Charlemagne. People have this thing called the the tap out button. When you get to a certain point and the money is running low, you wanna you gotta run this hustle to try to find somebody to blame. We love you. Know what I'm I have all my receipts. Said he has all his receipts, ladies and gentlemen. Big salute to, uh, to Diddy, aka Brother Love. Um, this is this is something that I feel that Diddy's been holding for a while. He's led a lot of people talk smack on his name. He's let a lot of people just run around saying, oh, did he rob me? Did he rob me? Did he rob me? But, you know, he's just continued to make his money. Now, has Diddy robbed people or has people um, feel that Diddy has robbed them? You know, there's been the locks, the infamous, um, you know, we're going to throw a refrigerator out the window and all types of stuff or throw a refrigerator on him and them running up into bad boy offices and getting denied entry all these different things, you know, um, there's Black Rob, who in his passing, an RIP to Black Rob, was talking about how he was broke and like he didn't have no money. Now, can we blame Diddy for stuff like this? I don't know. OK, I, I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you. I can't just say for sure. Blame Diddy. He's the reason why all of these people are down under luck when it comes to money. OK, because the saying goes. It's not in our business to teach you business, right? When it comes to the music industry, at least. Okay. Um, I don't know. In my opinion, I feel that Diddy is probably 
given some people some contracts that have maybe not been the most favorable. However, like I said, you know, it's not in his business and the music business to teach you business. But on the flip side, as your brother, your brother, people have these, has to have an expectation. Okay. You know, we've been getting fucked so many years in the music industry that if we get put in position that, you know, we're going to be able to, instead of fucking over the next man, instead we'll be able to pass down some knowledge, you know, do the right things as they say. And I feel like Biddy has made a lot of people rich. I can't speak for him. I'm not on the inside. I don't speak with, you know, Biddy behind the scenes, but he's from what I see from the outside, he's made a lot of people rich. And, you know, as a business owner myself, um, as a person who's runs a network, who's had multiple people come and go through the network, you know, in the end of the day, the leverage that you receive, the different opportunities that you receive, as well as money for, um, like in the case of Diddy, you know, if you were a millionaire or you got to become a millionaire while under Diddy's tutelage, then you should have taken advantage of that at the time when you were really hot. Okay. You don't stay hot forever. There's always a cooling off point. All right. There's always a cooling off point. So in those times when you're hot, when you're scorching white hot, as they say, that's when you need to be putting down a little bit of money for a rainy day, just in case, just in case. Don't make it home tonight. Right. You got to make sure anything can happen tomorrow. Nobody gives a fuck about your records. Ain't nobody booking you for no shows, not even nostalgia tours. And you're back to square one. You're working at the gas station. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, there's a lot of people who talk about the bad boy curse, all these different things. But I'm going to stand with Diddy on this one right here and say that it's not in the business or the music business's business to teach you business. Okay. I'm probably fucking up that that term. Let me know in the comments when this comes out that like if, if I am, but yeah. Salute to, to Diddy. Salute to the whole Breakfast Club. Very, very dope interview. I suggest y'all go check that out yourselves. And yeah, man, you know, prayers to all parties. All right. Let's let's make that the, the title of this episode here. Prayers to all parties. All right. Um, I think that's all I have for, you know, just this new story that I want to cover. I want to get Cribbers here on the line. Okay. Let's uh see what's going on here. I'm going to play a little bit of music in the meantime. While we're waiting for Cribbas, you know what I feel like hearing? I feel like hearing some, you know what? Let's get some, some, some Canadian shit going on here. FB, FB. uh, 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 uh. Who can I play? Some Drizzy Drake? Let's do that. Let's do that. Let's do that. What Drake do I want to hear? That staying alive track is not doing it, my guy. And oh, by the way, we're going to get back to the top six music videos just now. Okay, look out for that. And we're going to be doing a freestyle segment coming soon. But let's get into some music. I'm going to get Cribbers on the line and we'll get to talking. Let's go.
Yo 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 can you hear me? Yeah 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 I can hear you. Okay okay. Were you were you hearing the music playing? Yeah yeah I was hearing it. I'm I'm sick like that with the fucking tech, bro. This is a new studio, fam. Hold on, man. That's fire, fam. Hold on. Recording in progress. This is just a new spot over here, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's fire. Yeah, man. What are you saying, Cribbas? Man, I'm chilling, bro. You know me, just working, working away, just you know, thinking of what what next moves I need to take, who I need to get on, who I need to be in contact with. You know, mm-hmm. always just planning. Yeah, man. Listen, bro. I I I got you. You know, you recently came onto my radar. You know what I'm saying? From when I seen the um, e date that you had with Mula first. <laughs> yeah man uh, the, the first one he was the first one and shit went that shit went great man that shit was that shit went that shit was big yeah and like it was good even before that i guess you know you've been doing your thing for a while like i'm that's obviously not the first place that you're doing your thing you know what i'm saying nah nah i i i, I won my first e-date there was a streamer his name was snaggy mo um i did an e-date back in 2020 um and then you know after that uh aiden ross he's a big streamer he was watching it mm-hmm. and uh after after i trolled this thing on steggy mo stream i i wait like 30 minutes later i'm just chilling on my phone i get a notification saying aiden ross is following you I said, what the fuck is this real mm. so i clicked the i clicked the notey and i get a dm from him. He's like hey man like yo i'm hosting my first ever ed yesterday i was watching you on steggy mo shit you know i think you're funny Right. He's like, I'd like you to come on. So I said, fuck. Fam, when I tell you the first time I went on this guy's E-Date fam, there's like 60,000 people watching. My heart was pounding. I, I had a guy, I had a mic, like a headset in, like I had my headphones. Tell The guy was telling me kind of what this is because I was so nervous, fam. <laughs> Were you I almost froze? <laughs> nah, I was so nervous the first like two, three times. I was a little bit of, I was a little cringy, but the guy even saw something in me. Right. Like the chat at first hated me. They thought I was just like some cringy kid. But after like a couple of times, he just knew I was kind of, I got the nerves off. And I would, then I just, 
uh, Megan Fox, her niece came on. Wow. Uh, and I, yeah, fam. And I just, I trolled her, bro. Like I was just myself. Uh, and fam, after that, I was, I blew up. Like I was going viral, fam. I was trending on Twitter. I couldn't believe it. That's crazy, Boy. fam. Yeah, man. It was crazy. Yo, okay. Give me one second, okay? I want to do one technical no thing quick, fast. One sec. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I got a 4K DLSR camera running right now that's picking me up. That's fire. Even though, like, I don't know why on Zoom, I'm like, feel like I'm freezing and, and, but there's an extra camera that's filming me on the outside and filming this mm -hmm. whole scene that I'm going to be clipping in on the, on the, the edits. You know what I'm saying? Just, just to give that's people fire. a little bit of behind the scenes. Okay. So mm -hmm. you got your first, you started streaming and then early in the game, you started you know, dealing with Aiden Ross. You just said you you had Megan Fox's daughter on there? Niece, niece. Niece. Yes. Okay, let me find out a couple of things before we go into a little history. The trolling, okay? I know you do mm -hmm. the trolling, but I think from what I'm seeing, that's a thing on Twitch. Mhm. Mm mhm. Mm it's it's a big thing. Uh I kind of I kind of started the like there's been trolls like throughout the shit but like a lot of man's first when they started doing e-dates because e-dates started back in really 2020 i was really basically on like the first ever e-date like literally to touch twitch okay um and uh a lot of men were just really trying hard and i just kind of just came in there because i wanted to be different because like to be to stand out you got to be different man like all these guys are just trying to raise up the girl i'm like you know fuck i'm gonna troll her i'm gonna do some some stupid shit yeah um so i did some stupid shit i stood out of the crown i kind of just used i kind of started like trolling her in my language arabic language and shit and mm -hmm. um yeah i just stood out man and that's the next thing you know i got a dm from aiden so i'm saying yo come on my you know <laughs> stream so shit was yeah so they've seen they seen something like that right away. Like, yo, that, that, that shit could work. Cause like they weren't doing it or were they already doing it too? Cause like I said, nah, I'm, I'm looking from the outside, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like was Aiden and those guys, do those guys do the trolling thing or like you saying that uh, that's yeah, unique Aiden, more to you? Yeah. Nah, Aiden was a big troll fan back in like 2k. He used to like kind of act fruity towards man's. I know that. That's I know he does that. Up. That's his troll. He fucking always yeah. says gay stuff to people, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah fam like i i just kind of just out of the box there's not there's not like like an arab like troll mm. so i kind of just stood out and they kind of you know picked me up that's sick that's sick mm -hmm. okay so how does it feel like to start you know because you started getting into the the e-dates with the toronto guys more recently right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so like uh, immediately i feel like you started popping up on the radar like Toronto man's are like, yo, Cribas, Cribas, right? So how did that yeah. feel, first of all? Like, cause now you're becoming a little bit of a Toronto celeb, fam. If fam, you know, uh, I can't lie. I, I it always rang the back of my head, like, fam, I want to, I want to be someone in Toronto, bro. Like, I, you know, I want Toronto behind my back. I'm from the city, like, mm -hmm. you know, because like, my streaming, I'm catering more to Americans back when Aiden was first streaming, but Aiden has a lot of Canadians. And what really made me start this Toronto series is I remember one time I was watching Aiden's dream 
and he said, where are you guys from in the world, right? Like, right. where are you guys from? Everyone was, like, half of the people were spamming Canada and Toronto. So I'm like, what the, like, there's a lot of Toronto men that are really tapping into this guy. Yeah. Because I, I, before I even did this, e- like, but when I was doing e-dates back in, like, 2020, I used to do public interviews at Dundas Square, and Manzo really came up to me and kind of noticed me from Aiden shit. Okay. So there's a lot of Toronto mans that are really, like, tapping into to the Twitch scene, like, watching Aiden and shit. So I'm like, you know what? Like, I might as well start something. Cause I'm like, I don't see no man's in Toronto streaming. I, I've put several Toronto posts up. Mm-hmm. I can't find like man's that are actually streaming on Twitch. So I decided to like, you know what? I think this is, this is my lane. I've been doing this shit. Let me take over. Let me put Toronto on the map. Let there be a big Toronto streamer. We need, we're, we're missing a Toronto streamer. Yeah. So I want to take that role. I want to take that part and, you know, become that guy. So even, and, and that's dope. Like, before that, you just mentioned while like you're explaining um, like this this come up here, the Dundas Square interviews and stuff like that. Can you go mm-hmm. into that a little bit more? What, what was that about? Oh, uh, like before I, I, I saw like Gideon and shit, like doing pranks and shit. And, and then, you know, I, I, I was going to my for you page like, let me let, like, fuck, let me start a TikTok. Right. So I was like, you know what? I, I knew I knew I met this one guy from Toronto. He's like a content creator. Mm-hmm. Um, my man's put me on. So, you know, we linked up. We did it. First one was a hit. We did interviews, bare interviews. Then we started doing pranks. Um, and yeah, I kind of, uh, then I did, you know, interviews at my school and shit. And then mm-hmm. I kind of just stopped. Um, and now I'm kind of really just focusing on Twitch now and trying to, you know, build my Twitch platform. Like I have a plug TikTok page right now that's posting my clips and they're all hitting 10K plus views. Nice. So they're doing good. Nice. And you got yourself, um, you got yourself a little team going on right now too. Like from when I did the interview with you, I got to speak to a couple of other, a couple other of your colleagues and stuff like that. And that was mm-hmm. impressive to me that you had people who were like, yo, we're part of the team already. Right. Mm-hmm. So how did that come to, be, to come to be that you guys developed a team or the, or the homies from back back in the days and shit? Yeah, not nah, it was. Uh, so there's these guys that used to start a Toronto discord server and okay. I was, I was always in it. And then I'm like, you know what? Like I thought to myself before I started this series, I'm like, okay, it's hard doing it myself. So I was just going through discord and I, the, the server popped up. I really wasn't ever active in it. Right. Like, oh shit. It's the Toronto server. Like these guys, some of these guys, they have me- there's media pages in there and shit. like, oh shit, let me holla at them. I want to start this idea. Cause mm-hmm. they, they, they watch me stream. So they, they, they want me to help them promo and shit. So I'm like, okay, let me shoot this idea to them. Right. So I shot the idea to them. They were fucking with it. They're like, yeah, listen, we'll, we'll help you with like, you know, costs or whatever you need, just, you know, pro- help us with the server, like work, we can work together. Like, you know what, fam? Yeah, this is a great idea. So now I host their, you know, e-dates. I host the e-dates in that server there. Mm-hmm. Um, And, you know, they help with clipping up all the funny parts and sending them out to my editors. And, you know, they're playing a big role in, you know what I'm saying, my series right now. That's dope, sure. man. That's dope. And, mm-hmm. you know, you mentioned being an Arabic kid, right? What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I'm Moroccan. Okay, I'm North African, but uh, I just like I speak like I, I Arabic is just easier for people, so I just say I'm Arab. But I'm 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 really from North Africa. And you guys, and in, in, in Morocco, they speak French too, no? Yeah, French, and we speak our own language called Darija. It's like Arabic, but with a little twist to it. Nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Were you were you born in Morocco or were you born over here in Toronto? Nah, both my parents were born. I was born in Toronto. Okay, so you're like, I guess that would be your first or second generation or whatever. I don't know. I don't know how the generations work, bro. 
Mm-hmm. Right. But Something I, like that. So, but, so then, okay. I asked that to ask when you have immigrant parents and you're in there in your room, headset on, they're probably like, go get a job. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't lie. Uh, I first didn't support it at all. Um, and I, I saw my dad one day cause I was streaming. Right. And I, I, I was, I, I qualified for partnership on Twitch to get verified. Mm. And I, I didn't have a PC or a setup at the time. I was streaming off my, my, my console, literally playing 2k off my console, with a face cam. Right. So I saw my dad down like, yo, listen, dad, um, I need you to believe in me. Like I showed him, like I'm working with Aiden Ross right now, the biggest streamer on Twitch. I just qualified for partnership. Can you help me invest in a setup? He's like, you know what, son? I trust in you. The next day he took me. He bought me a setup. Um, I started streaming on my setup and then my, the money started coming in. Nice. Uh, from Twitch. And then my parents said, oh, maybe my son's really doing something. He could do something with this. Um, and so my parents, yeah, they support it. My grandparents are so old, so they, they don't support it at all. But, um, you know, they're like 86. So like, you know, they're all into school. They, they're not tapped into social media. We don't have phones. Yeah. But yeah, but my parents, yeah, they, they've seen like the articles. I just, that, that they wrote, uh, these two like pages wrote about me with this, are you sturdy stuff? Mm. So there, yeah. Okay. That's yeah. dope, man. Like, You've been written about already. Yeah, yeah. From uh, events, magazines, and um, some other uh, website, I think. Yeah, too. That's sick, bro. So you, you, you've, you've been making a lot of moves in a short space of time, bro. Mm-hmm. And, and you mentioned mm-hmm. also that, you, that you're playing 2K. So you're a gamer. Yeah, yeah. It's funny because 2K fam... <laughs> Uh, 2K really got me into streaming, bro. Like, uh, I, I before I did the edits, I used to stream 2K since I was a kid, fam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the PS5 dropped about three years ago, right? Okay. And I was a I was a 2K head. I was the biggest 2K head. And so the PS5 dropped, and none of my friends that I played 2K with had it. I was the only one that had the P5. I got on the release day. Right. Um. And so I'm like, I had no one to play with. Like, what, what am I going to do? So I started, I, I saw that there's this thing. It's called the comp stage. It's in 2K. Okay. And basically it's like where all the best players go. They compete for like virtual currency, like the VC as uh, like best players in the world. And they, you know, so I'm like, you know, what? I want to get into that. So I DM the, I DM like all of them, like literally all of them. I copy and paste the paragraph I sent to all of them. Mm-hmm. And then one day I woke up and they were clowning me, like basically like bullying me online, talking about oh, who is this random kid like coming up to us, asking us for um for 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 like playing with us. This kid's a random, like I had like 13 followers, like I was just a random. Right. And so these guys were just clowning me, bro. Like I was like, bro, what the fuck? Like I'm I'm pissed, right? Like I was just like cheesed. Like, why am I getting clowned? And so I remember one day. I uh, verified like a, a professional 2K player. He messaged me and he was like, yo, don't worry. I, I I see what you're trying to do. Maybe you should have approached it a different way. But if you ever need a run, like hit me up. Yeah. I was like, oh, wow, it's a real one. And I remember to this day, fam, it said some guy replied to, he's like, you guys might regret it if he blows up, right? You might guys might regret it if he blows up. Right. Two months later, I'm on Aiden Ross's eating mm. streams. All of the guys that were conning me started hitting me up. I swear to God, fam. What goes around comes around, man. <laughs> so I was like, fam, that I was like, I spoke it to because I'm like, yo, I'm gonna blow up, I'm gonna show these guys what they missed out on. 
and it happened, man. And now, now I'm respected in the in the in the community because you know what I did. That's dope, man. That 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 mm-hmm. shows that like sometimes you can't underestimate the underdog, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Can we talk hip hop quick, fast too, man? Mm-hmm. You you know doing the Toronto um, e dates that I'm I'm looking up something right now, quick fast. I'm trying to find um, a Vlad tweet that we're we're gonna talk about in a minute. But who's like your entry into hip hop? Who's the first rapper you listened to? Uh, like Toronto wise or just in general? Just in general. Just to get I a feel of where first... you're at in hip hop. Oh, man, I think the first my, my my Dukes are old school. They put me on to like run DMC. Wow. Back in like the nineties, fam. Like I was listening to like Lupe Fiasco. Um a bunch of like old like nineties, eighties rappers. But the first like kind of uh you know, this generation type of rapper, I think it was Lil Baby. Okay. It was the first one I heard about. Okay. Yeah, because you know you're you're a young man, right? You're you're probably like twenty one right now, right? You're super young. Fam, I'm young, bro. I'm seventeen, man. Wow. See, I yeah, even I, I I try to aim a little bit higher, but so as a like a as a young no, this is great, fam, because like this is information for the audience, bro. Because you know your 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 Dukes put you on to run the MC, but then you know for you for your choice it's like little baby. Mm-hmm. So what do you think now when you hear like what your Dukes is listening to? Does that sound like whack shit to you? And and it's okay if that's yes. I won't feel insulted, fam. No, I'm not gonna lie, fam. Uh, I low key fuck with like old school rap. Uh, like just like the lyrics wise, like the culture, like the beats. Like I, there was like there. I feel like back in the day, like there was meaning to mm-hmm. music. Like there, there was there was a story. There was a, there was and like I forget who it was, but they used to. They, I remember my that's when the album covers used to say all praise to Allah. Like it was very like back then it was like very, you know, cultured. I feel like now it's just about like a bunch of bullshit, like drugs and, you know, killing and shit. Like there's not a lot, a lot of message to it anymore, man. And the younger generation is kind of feeding into that, you know, and they're looking up to these rappers and they start trapping and shit. But I, I don't mind the music in this generation. Like I, I'll fuck with it. Like, I mean, you know, I like the beats, like I fuck with it. But like if I were to like I always I always wish I grew up in the nineties low key. Like I feel like mm. it was mad lit back then, man, going to high school in the nineties. That's but. that's crazy because like I always wonder, like, do you guys, you know, and maybe you might be different than the rest of your peers, right? Do you mm-hmm. enjoy the music that you're hearing? You know what I'm saying? Because like you said, and I don't like to say it, but there's not as much substance, obviously, right? But like, mm-hmm. is that something that you're cool with? You obviously said no. But like, what about some of your peers? Are are they more like, yo, I wish the music wasn't cranked out so quick. I wish all of these guys didn't sound the same. Like, does that happen to you guys? Or you guys are like, nah, man, this shit sounds, everybody sounds different. Yeah, man, man say everything's all different. Like every time if I play old school, I'm like, turn this garbage off. Like you're not into like that old school, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man. So when it's you're hearing like, different auto-tunes, not to interrupt you, but I want you to continue to answer that question. When you're hearing the different auto-tune stuff, are you able to tell the difference between every different rapper? Uh, sometimes, yeah, but sometimes I can't actually. Like really? Sometimes I actually get rappers mixed up. Sometimes I really do. Um, 
but um but majority of the time i can't tell the difference but it is like sometimes i can't tell the difference and and getting back to your friends who are saying like turn that old school shit off what are, are they like no this is what's fire like what what are they saying is fire yeah they'd be like oh little baby you know gonna like time about you know cardi uzi mm, you know, about that's fire <laughs> yeah you yeah know? yeah yeah so that no no i'm and if, don't get me wrong i fuck with all of those artists that you just listed right there mm-hmm. i hear the difference between every single one of them like playboy cardi does the baby voice thing you know what i mean mm-hmm. uzi is actually very lyrical for a lot of people who don't really realize like that boy be spitting you know what i'm saying especially when he jumps mm-hmm. on a feature with somebody like he actually bodies a lot of features you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. i i feel like not all the old school cats really appreciate some of the young stuff that some of the stuff that you younger guys are listening to you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. do you feel that there's a, a divide between the old school guys and the and the and the younger guys like yourself 100 percent. definitely what do you see as the divide you talking about like music wise, just music wise, culture wise. Like, do you, do you think that we respect you guys enough, bro? Like the older generation respecting the younger generation. Yeah. I, I don't think so. I don't think like the older guys, I feel like there's, I don't, I don't think they respect it. Like, like my parents always tell me like, like when I, when I play like Uzi or something like, Oh, that's garbage. That's trash. You know, he's just bluffing. He's just mumbling. I don't even understand what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Especially if I play Cardi, my my parents hate that man. Like he's just squeaking. But yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. I know because, and the reason I say that's crazy because I don't really get to hear, or I don't really get, I guess, ask how you all feel about that shit, man. Because I know when I was younger, my mom was telling me like, "Yo, the NWA stuff. That's not rap." You know what I'm saying? How or that's not music? How are they? How are they talking on the beats? And you're saying that that's music? And I and I used to be like, y'all don't understand me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it, do y'all take it like as a diss? And not just from the. I'm not talking about the parents, but like some of these older heads that might be on the internet and shit like that. Like, yo, you guys need to stop dissing this music. This is actually really fire, bro. Um. So you're saying like how the older heads are. He said, "Like, do you, you think you, they take it as this? Do you guys take it as a diss when, 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 like the uh, older heads are going at you all about the music? Nah, like I feel like you know they grew up in a different time. We grew up in a different time, you know. So their music is different than what we listen to. So I don't really take it as a diss for you know. I feel like just how we grew up, and not just the music, the style too. Like mm-hmm. older older heads will do a thing, and like I've been guilty of it once upon a time, but like I quickly evolved out of it, especially doing this right." Where we're like, look at these motherfuckers with their tight fucking jeans and fucking colored dreads and shit like that. Y'all looking at like, when y'all hear that shit, are y'all like, shut the fuck up, old head? Or are y'all like, uh, I don't, you don't care? Yeah, yeah. So it depends what they say. Yeah, sometimes like, it'll cheese me. Like, um, uh, but sometimes it won't. Like, you know, sometimes, like, I, my grandma sometimes will drive me to high school and she'll see like, you know, mans with, smoking for, uh, on the side man's low riding man's got different colored dreads man's like how to see their underwears and shit my mom was like well, what school do you go to you know? <laughs> <laughs> looking out the window like whoa <laughs> yeah my, the first day of school my mom was like memorized mesmerized bro she was like what the hell is this 
I'm fucking dying. <laughs> you know what's um, crazy, fam? You're explaining boom. that. And I had to deal with the same shit. Pull up your pants. Why are you, what, you guys are spray painting on your clothes. What is this? What's going on with your hair? We heard, I heard the same shit, fam. Don't even worry about it. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because my, 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 uh, my mom, like my grandma, well, my dad, um, my dad's, you know, mom, which is my grandma. He told me like back in the day, they used to be chill. Cause my, my uncle used to be an artist. He was an artist actually. He used to, he was, he went on tour public enemy. Okay. Um, uh, and so like they were traveling around the world and stuff like that. And you know, my, my dukes are kind of like chill about it. They really didn't care much about it, but now when they got older, my grandparents, now they're like more overprotective and stuff. But back then my, 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 my dad told me they wasn't as protective, like, mm. protective, like they used to do shit. But yeah, I guess the culture has changed too. Shit is moving faster. Mm-hmm. But even with Toronto, like who, who are you fucking with from here? And let's start with from before, back in the days when you first started getting into music, who were the first Toronto artists that you were like, yo, I think this guy's shit is fire. Oh, uh, press all. Uh, when I when I first started getting into it, I, I was listening to a lot of Presswell. Um, uh, I also got, I think Moji was like, I still slap it down on your bitch booty. I used to, I used to listen bomb from fam. Uh, <laughs> yeah, um, and yeah, like uh, I used to listen to a lot of the, uh 3M, um, you know. Uh yeah, I, I got in. I kind of got into there, I, especially with press. I I first started listening to press heavy before I got introduced to a lot of to the Toronto culture and music. So now, I'd like to get out of interview stuff and stay on this Toronto stuff. Who do you think got it now? Like, who's Kriba's top five Toronto rappers? Let's do that. Let's let's straight shake up the internet with that one right there. Um. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, recently, like everyone's been bumping. It. I've been fucking him, Doovy man. Mm-hmm. Like I swear to God, everyone is b- booming this guy's music every day at school. Half of the school's bumping Doovy, bro. It's off the top, man. Like every Literally, other track, bro. <laughs> um, Doovy be going crazy, man. Uh, you know, Doovy, Pressa, uh, 3M. I fuck with heavy, um. Uh, who else? Um, uh, Tory Lanes. Fucking love Tory Lanes. Can't you put know. Tory Lanes in there. I'm not gonna let oh, you get away put, with that. Okay, That's, okay, okay. He's already gone. Uh, um, what's it called? <laughs> okay. Uh, I fuck with um YG. Okay. Um, number five. Hmm. Who else? Oh, you didn't mention Michael. Moolah, Moolah's fire, bro. Day four was fire. Um, I mean, like, Moolah's no, no, this is your, this is your choices. I'm just, I'm just throwing some names at you. You know what I'm saying? You ain't mentioned yeah, five but like, neither. these are like the guys I really like just grew up with, and I've just been listening to ever since, man. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've been really just tapping in with them. I, I put, um, yeah, I probably put Moolah on the top five too. I've been bumping Moolah lately in the Toronto Discord too. A lot of man's been bumping Moolah. Mm-hmm. So who do we have here? We got Doovie, Pressa, 3M French. Um, what's the other name that you mentioned? Before? YG. YG and Moolah first. 
Mm-hmm. You happy with that list right there? We're going to close. We're going to, we could put a stamp on that list right there. The Cribba's top five <laughs> right now, not in all time, but right now. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. You can put that. You can stamp that as a top five. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to stamp it. Stamped. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Official on We Love Hip Hop podcast. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Who do you think are next out of maybe out of those five or just period? Like maybe it might not even be out of those five. Like who I think is going to make it out. Yeah. Like Tori, you mentioned Tori and I didn't let you get away with that because Tori made it out, bro. Like, you know Mm. what I'm saying? He's in the States all the time. I I say Doovy and Presser. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Doovy literally went trending without even having an Instagram. So yeah, that's definitely He's definitely putting in work. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Salute to Doovy and salute to Pressa, man. Um, mm-hmm. what do you think about the clubhouses, bro? There was a recent one that was pretty dope with uh, you know, both of our past guests, Chromas, as well mm-hmm. as Mula the First, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, nah, fucking uh, the clubhouse shit is fire, bro. Like every, you know what I'm saying, every week getting Mula, Toronto Tuesdays and stuff, getting just artists being able to come talk about the city, what's going on, you know, news. Uh, I really fuck with it heavy, man. Like, uh, you know, uh, there's something I enjoy watching too, especially Mula, man. Mula's a funny guy, bro. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Mula, I was thinking, this guy's a funny guy, bro. <laughs> yeah, he's actually very entertaining. Funny. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, very entertaining, man. So, um, yeah, like, I, I fuck with it heavy. Uh, I fuck with Toronto Tuesdays heavy. I, I love how it's just kind of bringing the culture together and you know, everyone gets to speak their piece and say what they got to say. Yeah. You know? No, for real, man. Salute to Keeps It Solid, too, man, for, for putting that for sure. together. Um, <clears throat> what I was also going to ask about with the um, with the whole Toronto scene, right? Um, do you think that the beef stuff or no, actually, no, let me put that question to the side. You like there's a the academics. He does the Twitch, right? Or he did a Twitch mm-hmm. a couple of times, right? Are you looking to do something similar with that of having like a whole bunch of Toronto rappers on a Twitch? Yeah, I want to bring it like that. I don't want to do what academics didn't bring a bunch of ops in one call, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but you know, um, I I definitely wanna I definitely wanna start this. Are you searching? I, I want. I was thinking of something called like Toronto Talks or something. Bringing in like a podcast of you know a couple rappers, a producer, a rapper from Toronto, uh, and so forth, and live streaming and just talk about politics and stuff about the city. Like I said, I'm really trying to cater now. I'm trying to push my content to, to, to Toronto content now and really, you know, put Toronto on the map because, like I said, I feel like we're missing somebody, on, especially from the Twitch scene, man. Like, you got fucking Kai representing New York. Mm-hmm. You got, you know, Aiden from Florida. You got, you know, all these guys coming in, flight, you know, all these guys representing America and where they're from. And I feel like Toronto is... Like, we, have them, we have the artists. We have, you know, the YouTubers and stuff. Like, I'm... But we're, I feel like we're missing, you know, a streamer. Missing that one piece. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even with the States also, like, you can't, can't forget academics. Even though, like, he's a big media figure, period. He mm-hmm. goes heavy on Twitch. Like, I think he's been streaming for, like, the last four days straight, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. He was just live for, like, eight hours today. Yeah, like, uh, I... I love watching academics' streams. Very entertaining. Yeah. Uh, I love it. I learn a lot. 
Yeah, man. Like, let's let's talk about that quick, fast. Do you catch any inspiration, any any game from like any of the American guys, like Ack? Um, you know, besides like, and you know, Aiden Ross, obviously. Like, what kind of game, if you are picking up game, are you picking up from them? Um, you know, just uh, sometimes just ideas, inspiration, like uh, whatever. If I see them do something, I always think of my, I always find a way to kind of tweak it out and kind of just do my own thing and make it better. Mm-hmm. Um, but like wh- wh- while I'm watching, while, when I, I sometimes just sit on Twitch and I just watch streamers and and I see what they do, how they act, and I say, what can I do to to improve and make it better, and I kind of just do my own thing after, you know, like um. Like I saw the E-Date shows. Everyone, everyone, there's an E-Date, there's always E-Dates for Americans and stuff. I'm like, you know what? I feel like Toronto would fuck with like a, a, their own edition because Toronto itself is 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 separated. It's the lingo, the culture, everything is different from these guys. So I feel like it's it's hell entertaining because when I when when I when I bring Toronto man's on, the Americans start clowning the Toronto guys mm. when they're saying their lingo. They're like, yeah, the 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 Americans hate it for some reason. <laughs> I think they low key love it, but yeah, <laughs> they love it. They think it's funny, but you know, yeah, they got yeah these American guys. They, they yeah they're sleeping. Yeah. I, I want to yeah. ask you a quick question about gaming. Okay, it's going to be based on a DJ Vlad tweet here. Let me see if I can send it to myself here on uh on Twitter. Okay. I'll just read it. Uh, I'll just read it here. Okay. So he says and this is he had this is one of his most retweeted it got retweeted over 4000 times. It got quoted like what is it? 22,800 times. He said this is his biggest tweet in history. Okay? Now he says as an adult Playing games for a long period of time is a form of depression. If you don't believe me, ask yourself this. Think about the hundreds, the hundred greatest moments um, of your life. Do any of those moments include video games? Probably not. And this comes from a lifetime gamer. And he had like big time gamers hitting him up, um, athletes, all kind of people going crazy crazy in his mentions like it's wild what do you think of that of that tweet there from dj vlad you're a moron bro like uh like bro i'm not gonna lie um there's some like bro like sitting in discord sometimes just playing games with you know what i'm saying man stuff is there's i have some of my best moments just you know some doing some funny sean games like you know just some funny shit it's like um Fam, if you're doing something that you love and, you know, the gaming industry is so big now, like, mans are making millions, bro, mm-hmm. millions of dollars just sitting there, bro, and, like, being entertaining and playing the game, bro, like, like they they, they have a passion for it, so and if you have a passion for something like you love, if you have a dream, you, you're gonna go chase it, their dream was, you know, being a professional gamer, whatever, streamer, or so forth, um, I mean, it's, it's a nice life. I mean, other like, unless you're like, obviously you have to have some time for physical activity and going outside and actually being some fresh air and working yeah. out. And there, there's stuff, there's stuff that comes with it. Like you got to eat healthy, make sure you're going to the gym probably every day and then streaming. Cause gamers be sitting like eight, 10 hours sitting down uh, grinding. But, um, I mean, bro, they're making, these gamers are making more money than fucking doctors, bro. So yeah, I mean, like, well, it's a double edged sword, right? Cause you're talking about the gamers, 
But then there's mm-hmm. people, and these are the gamers who are trying to game professionally eventually. There's a lot of people who, mm-hmm. you know, like, for example, you stream and that's becoming, and it is your profession at this point. Like, you're a known streamer. Like, there's money to be made from this. You know what I'm saying? But not, every, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't think he's talking about all of those people. There's people who just play video games for hours and just pass time. I guess, waste time. Do you think that's a thing? Oh, like, oh, like, just, like, not stream or anything, just literally playing on the game? Yeah. Like 10 hours? Oh, man, I used to do that, too, before I used to, when I was a kid. But, um, like, yeah, like, I, I kind of get what he's saying with that. Like, if you're just playing the game, like, 10 hours a day, no job or anything like that, then I understand where he's coming from. It's kind of, like, you might as well, like, if you're playing the game, you might as well stream. Like, you never know what would happen. Like, you never know. Yeah. Um, you know, I always tell man sometimes, like, bro, you play the game for these this much hours. Why don't you just spark up a stream and just stream it, bro? <laughs> like, you never know what could happen. Like, literally, bro. So, um, but no, I kind of get what he's saying with that. Like, there's pros and cons to it. There's pros and cons to everything. But, yeah, like, if you're just sitting there, like, 10 hours a day, just passing time, not making no money, just wasting your time, then, yeah, obviously, yeah, you're addicted. You got to, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, there might be a, there might be some depression there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely some depression. Yep. Let, let me ask you a quick couple of last questions here. The screaming in its in the streams. When the is screaming? <laughs> why do people do that shit? That's so. You're always watching. What? Who was it? Was it, it was the Chromas one? And besides you, <laughs> right? Who I know you do the trolling. Like the guys would jump in on a date and then they go crazy. <laughs> is that a thing yeah i can't lie bro like man it depends like i know some guys that were legit like pissed off at her like literally just like so cheese they they were just angry so they were really pissed off yelling yeah they were pissed off some of them were pissed (laughs) off for for real um and but sometimes they just screaming and shit sometimes man just troll like i you see speed bro like, it's a great example. That guy is just a fucking lunatic, bro. Mm. But, you know, like, people think it's funny with, like, kids and shit. Like, that raging, that raging moment, like, seeing someone get mad, I guess it's just, like, funny to the audience just watching someone rage. Yeah. I would imagine, like, I, I feel like you guys are not just randomly doing that shit. There's, like, always a method behind your madness. I don't want to give out too much of the you know, behind the scenes yeah, secrets yeah, and shit, nah. but like, <laughs> but nah, fam, I, nah, sometimes I just be getting cheese, bro. Like I just be raging. Like I just be getting like just cheese, bro. Either if I'm playing the game or something, I like, I legit be getting mad sometimes. Um, and I just be, yeah, like, I'd be letting it out. <laughs> Yo, I'm watching this shit. Me and my G are watching and, we're just like, yo, we're getting startled every time, man. Start yelling. <laughs> we're like, what the fuck's going on, bro? <laughs> but it's, it's like you can't stop watching, though. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's dope, fun. man. Okay. The full big picture. This is what I want to know from Cribbas. What is the full big Cribbas? You know, now he's on the yacht, but I'm on the yacht because I did this. Hmm. So basically, like, could you explain it? Like, what? Like, what um, got you to the yacht? Like, what got you to the to the yacht and the Ferrari? What what was what was the thing that you're doing that we're like, yeah, I I started doing that, and now I'm up. Oh, uh, 
I wanna, you know, I, I wanna be a streamer, man. Um, I wanna, I wanna be known as that guy from, you know, Toronto, putting it on, putting us on the map, and just, you know, doing it, man. Like streaming, getting these, you know, subs, getting these sponsors. I wanna be known as, you know, that guy. Say, yo, I, I did what I, I love to do is just stream and make content, and it got me mm. where I'm at. That's that's the goal, man. That's the goal. Yeah, you wanna be that guy where. They're hitting you with the big, big bags for 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 your streams and stuff like Aiden and them men's. Facts, bro. Yeah, though, bro. I I saw Drake tune into it, bro. It's steak, bro. They be paying, man. Steak <laughs> is paying a bag. I swear they're paying like big creators like Aiden and shit, like like five million dollars a month, bro. Like some oh some unreal shit, man. Yeah. Like you see this guy's cars and all that type of stuff. You're probably like. You got that from streaming. <laughs> Where's my headphones? Let's get it popping. Facts, <laughs> nice, bro. But the, the, Twitch has been soft like recently, man. Like they just started kind of tapping into the. There's two types of communities in in in, in Twitch. There's like the W and L community, which is the Aiden's, the Kai's, the Bruce, the Your Age, and then there's like the Poggers and that Megalaw, basically like the like the little like Minecraft nerds and shit. Okay. Um. You know, and they love that nerds and the poggers. They hate the WNL community. But, you know, there was a time they were banning. There was a girl that legit got fucked on stream. And wow. she got only a seven-day ban. And people were like, are you crazy? Like, how was that only a seven-day ban? There's guys like Jideon who went to this girl named Pokeman. She's like some streamer. He's, he put L plus ratio. And they permanently banned him from the stream. I mean, wow. from the Twitch, the platform completely. I, I, you know what I'm saying? And so a man started getting banned left and right. So a man spoke up about it. And like, yo, you have 24 hours to respond, Twitch. And it was going, it was trending. Like, Gideon, you know, uses platform and his voice. Like, let's get after Twitch. Because Twitch is doing, there's girls that are fucking butt-ass naked, man. Like legit girls was 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 playing was was playing with the shit and they're getting like three day bans, bro. Really? They're, they're they're not getting permanently banned off the platform. Like that's like a perma ban. That's, that's nudity, bro. Yeah, that's adult. That's adult content at that point. Ex- exactly. And and they're banning. They're only suspending them for three days. So people are like, "What the hell is this? You're banning like?" And majority of the people that are getting banned were black creators. So they're like, "You're you're banning all these black creators for shit." Like they're not not doing no nudity, not saying anything wrong. They're doing the littlest thing and you guys are permanently banned. You're not even getting suspension. Wow. And so Twitch kind of now is, you know, waking up a bit and, you know, they, they tweeted out Kai cause they never tweeted out anybody from that, the, that, that community. So they tweeted out Kai, they sent him like a little led light shit. Mm. Um, <laughs> you know, now they're finally trying to, you know, make up for their mistakes. But yeah, Twitch, Twitch has been, it's, it's been weird. Where's next then? So if if one second, my camera's uh gonna be one second. One second. Give me a second. I'm just switching cameras. 
You're good. Uh, what is my camera icon? There we go. Fast. Logitech. Activate, motherfucker. Give it a quick second. I have this fucking preview. Let's give it a second. My fucking um, the program's freezing. Now you're good. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> the audio's still running. Okay, there we go. There we. Go. There we go. There. Video. Okay. All right. So, just to just to to continue on that Twitch stuff, right? Where's next? Then, if it's not Twitch, bro, a lot of creators been moving to YouTube Live. They've been paying them a bag. Interesting. Um. Yeah, YouTube's kind of pushing more into the live streaming scene now. Okay. Um. I, like they paid, like I swear, like Face Swag, like eighty-five million dollars to sign to a YouTube Live, like exclusive contract, like. They're paying some like big streamers, like big money, man. Um, and so, uh, YouTube, it, it's less strict too. So, like you know, over at Twitch, like there's like you can't say simp, like you can't say ver, like you can't say simp or version in a disrespectful way. What? There's a lot of words are kind of yeah, like it's just a lot of like bullshit. Um, so, like they really need to look over their TOS. Like, man, I got. The first account before I, when I got perma banned and I had to write them a letter to get uh, unbanned, uh-huh. but I got banned for doing a fucking bikini contest. Really? Like literally banned me off of the, uh, bro. There's girls that are doing hot tub streams. They banned me for inappropriate attire because they were in the fucking pool. They were in like their fucking room or their, their bathroom. That's crazy. The bikini contest, bro. So yeah, some bullshit. So, so Twitch is know. a really, really strict platform then at this point. It, it might not yeah, be they, the move for the future. Yeah, like, yeah, it just, they're kind of starting to relax a bit, but yeah, no, Twitch is sometimes, yeah, sometimes Twitch can be a pain in the ass, but sometimes it's, it's I, but like, YouTube is really trying to compete, like, especially with subscriptions, like, 70% to 30, like, the revenue over there, like, Twitch stopped big creators to get like a 70 to 30 split revenue for their subs, but now they're doing it 50-50. Really? So, Yeah. Wow, so see, cool. that, that's some game that you're giving right there, bro. Mm-hmm. No, thank you for that, fam. Like, I didn't know that. And I'm sure, you know, and I'm a content creator, right? So I'm sure there's a lot of content creators out there who are not aware of this, bro, that, you know what I'm saying? That the communities are moving around, right? Like, even with YouTube, YouTube's cool, too. But a lot mm-hmm. of people are starting to move over to different platforms like Patreon and stuff like that, putting a paywall on their stuff once they, once a, a certain amount of value is achieved. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. YouTube sometimes says, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. There's copyright laws when it comes to different music and using clips from different other content creators to like re- do reviews and stuff. So, you know, you might end up a lot of people are moving to Patreon, too, right? Mm-hmm. no no that's a fact yeah um uh the thing like the, the only problem was why there's no like really apps that compete compete with twitch is twitch is so big like 
there's millions of users on that man like hundreds of millions that are on it every day yeah so it's like it's it'll be really hard to compete with twitch like to find another stream platform to to really like compete with twitch i don't know how youtube is gonna do it i feel like if youtube made like a separate website called like youtube live or something you know just for streaming purposes only Mm -hmm. um and kind of make it like twitch base and have the sobs raid host people i feel like there could be some potential there um but yeah they really need to i feel like you if youtube can pull something off like that i feel like there's potential to compete with twitch but right now like no one's competing with twitch no one can compete with twitch so it's just like you know wow man that's that's actually some game that you're giving right there that um some unexpected game that i wasn't you know i didn't i wasn't even looking for that i got right there fam because you know there's a there's a competition for our attention out there when it comes to all of these mm-hmm. different apps that we're on there that we that we use we need them to get our shit out there right and you know get mm-hmm. this money right but they're also competing with with each other to you know to get us <laughs> you know nah, yeah I mean? i've seen i've seen fucking tiktok trying it too like they added a subscribe feature and shit but instagram too i don't think yeah yeah but i don't think tiktok can really compete with fucking twitch like it's just so like like, I don't know. It's just, it's just, it doesn't look good. Like, it's just very unorganized. Mm. Like, I don't know. TikTok is just good to grow on other platforms, really. Yeah. Like, TikTok is just good to grow your YouTube, your Twitch, your Instagram, all your other. So, TikTok's the best way to blow. Like, especially if you're a streamer or a content creator, just putting like your viral moments or funny clips on TikTok and saying, yo, God. full video on, full video on YouTube and it hits like two, two million views on TikTok. You definitely get like fifty thousand at minimum to fucking tune in and shit, you know. Yeah. So TikTok's yeah. a it's a it's a cheat code. Yeah, you're actually making me you're inspiring me right now. I'm like, man, I'm gonna make a TikTok post when I'm doing this interview here. <laughs> yeah, like like majority like majority of like streamers that really blew up on Twitch, like Aiden Kai, uh, Speed, all these people blew up off of TikTok, like Sneeko, Andrew Tate. Like they were just man's made like like. What I what I'm, what I'm starting to see, I'm studying this shit, and I'm, what I'm starting to see is, if you have twenty people on twenty different accounts posting you every fucking day, you're bound to blow up. That's literally how it's it's been happening. Yes. If you have like thirty plug pages and they're all posting you daily, like thirty people posting you, you're you're gonna be nonstop in this for you page. Everyone's just gonna keep seeing you, seeing you, seeing you, and you're just gonna blow. Like that's what I've been seeing. Yeah. Yeah, so it's literally it's, it's getting it's basically the word of mouth that happens via social media. A whole bunch mm-hmm. of other people singing your praises is what's really gets people to get bubbling out here. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. there's only so many posts that you can do yourself from your own platforms. Right. Exactly. But if you got like 10 other people who are posting you at the same time, now you're lit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, fuck. I keep on saying last question, but last question, because you <laughs> mentioned Sneeko. And and Andrew Tate, what do you think about the recent banning of Sneeko on YouTube and all platforms? Um, freedom of speech, bro. Like, I think they're really like, uh, like I thought freedom of speech was like a fucking amendment or some shit in you know U.S. Uh, U.S. and shit, but it looks like these these people are 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 are, sh- are shutting it down like they're just shutting the truth they, they don't want really the truth and and what's real coming out like like 
I, I feel like the the government and and, and there's there's a, there's a bunch of just fuckery, man, in in the world, especially with people with power, man. Um, that we don't even know about what what's going on behind the scenes, but um, yeah, like I just feel like, man, like especially like they did Andrew Tate banning him off all these social medias is just it is bullshit, bro. He still has a voice. If he can. He still has a big a big platform. To, now he's on Rumble or something like that. Um, I've been seeing. Um, but yeah, man, like, I don't know. I think it's just bullshit to be honest. Yeah, man. Freedom of speech is definitely not as free as it used to be, bro. No, it's hundred percent. It's not, man. It's yeah. really not. Yeah, man. Kriba's in the motherfucking building. I, I, I think I've held you for enough time here, sir. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, yo, we've been right, actually good. having a, a, a one hour conversation here, bro. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking Damn. over at the mixer timer right here and I'm like, okay, we got a full podcast. I I was talking for about, about 40 minutes before you even got on stream to myself. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, Just, yeah, you yeah. know, getting the sound for the new studio out. And also just because this is an audio experience, people are going to be hearing the audio before they even see the video pop up. Right. But. Oh, the, that's fire. The video pops up like sh- shortly after in the afternoon. You know what I'm saying? That's how we do it over uh-huh. here. Uh-huh. You know what uh-huh. I'm but I, 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 I appreciate you doing this with me, bro. Yeah, man. I appreciate you for having me on, man. Yeah, man. Um, also, I want you to give the people any place where they can find you, the social medias, the Twitch places, all that good shit, bro. Man, uh, just, you know, Krebaz, man. C-R-I-B-A-Z-Z, really on all platforms, Instagram, Twitch, TikTok. Um, you can just find me uh, at Krebaz. Uh, you know, I'm out here, you know, just... Grinding, man. Grinding don't stop, bro. And can I also Grind. say that Kribuz is the most Toronto-ass name I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> no, that, I wanted to like, two years ago, bro. I was just thinking of a name. Like, yo, I want to blow up in the city, bro. So, like, what's, like, a cool name? And I'm like, everyone has Oz that everything. So, it's like, it's Kribuz. <laughs> I, <was> like, <laughs> I know. I know. As soon as I seen it, I was like, he's at the crib. Kribuz, obviously. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know, but I fuck with the name is catchy, bro. <laughs> Me too. I made a good name, though. So. Yeah, you did. You did. You did. Um, yeah, man. I appreciate you doing this with me, fam. This is this is dope, I appreciate bro. Appreciate it. Appreciate it, brother. All right, we'll 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 talk soon, then, brother. All right, man. Much love. All right, one. Cribbas. Cribbas. Hold on. Let me connect a different camera here. For the people who are in the viewing, the viewing audience, you know what I'm saying. Big salute to Cribbas, man. That's that's a that's a real one right there, man. I enjoyed that conversation. Very, very, very intelligent young man. And he's got a lot of things on the horizon. I think y'all should make sure, make sure to tap in um, to Cribbas. I don't like the way this camera looks, but you know, I'll get the the 4K kind of died at the end of this episode, but. This is how we're gonna end it. We offer this. Deuces! Hey, homie hanging on my neck. The bracelet matches a set. My brother's name is Tina Dollar. Stop all that back and forth over the we, neck. We love hip hop. I wish I would have went corporate. She wish I would have We love hip hop. I still turn to a CEO, so the lifestyle she was living. We love hip hop. to Quebec. Cherie, où est mon bec? They only giving niggas plus we, one. We, so we, I we love hip hop. You know I gotta bring the set. You know I gotta bring the G block. You know I gotta bring the. Hey, you know I gotta stick it again. Hey. 
We love hip hop. We love hip hop. You know how sticky it get, ay. We, 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 we love hip hop. Hey, 